Hey, you guys, welcome to the 15th episode of Intuitively Unapologetic. My name is Mikkel. You can listen to the podcast on Apple and Spotify and other streaming services, and you can follow the Instagram page at Intuitively Unapologetic. So, you guys, I hope everyone is having a good week this week. They're doing good thus far into the week. I'm just, you know, sending positive vibes that way. Um, I didn't have a show last week and I didn't even let y'all know I wasn't going to have a show because literally I was going to have a show and then something came up where like my world had to stop. It was for a good reason, but it was like something that really happened and I just had to jump on it um, because it's just been something that, you know, I've been dealing with even into like last year at the end of uh, the end of last year sort of so it was like when the opportunity came I just had to jump on it and I just didn't have time to record because you guys know that I record my shows on Thursday and so you know they're uploaded Friday and basically it happened Thursday so it was like I was literally busy and just focused on you know the matter at hand so I really didn't have time to record the show but that's basically why I didn't have a show. And I hate I didn't, you know, get a chance to let y'all know why I didn't have a show. But I didn't. Um, I, I did post it on my Instagram page. So if you're following the Instagram page, I do believe I posted it on there. that I wouldn't have a show this that week. But I'm here, you guys. I'm back now. And I'm excited to be back because... You know, I love talking to you guys and recording different episodes. So not to be a Debbie Downer or anything, but my week, you guys, this week, it didn't start off the best. And I am going to put a trigger warning to anybody who has experienced the death of an animal or just a death period. You know, if you're not in the best emotional state, I would recommend skipping over this part. Um, But... You know, basically, you guys, I think I mentioned before that I have two household dogs. Um, and basically, I don't know if I mentioned JR. I, yeah, I have mentioned JR on the podcast. I told you guys that JR had fluid around his heart. And not only that, he was up in age. Like, he, he was a Yorkie. And I think most Yorkies lived, like, anywhere from... 10 to 15 years he was high up there I, I don't know the exact year I know we even got him well into his ages I think we got him at the year of age five so he was up there it's been years since we've had him um and it, it really touched me I think the death of his death really touched me more than any other because really to be honest, I think I've only experienced one death, and that was with a cat. And not to say I didn't love that cat any less, but it's like having a relationship with a cat and having a relationship with a dog, to me, it felt different. Like, I felt like, you know, cats, they're more independent and they're more like to themselves. Like, you know, some people, they do have like a strong bond with the cat because that cat was always outside. And, you know, I didn't have as much of a strong bond like I did with my dog, JR. And it was like, it really, really hurt me. Um, You know, you know, the heart failure, the heart issues that he was having basically messed with his respiratory, you know, system. And, 
he he passed away that um Monday and so in like very early Monday and so it really did hurt me it really really hurt me and I I was crying and like I knew he was going to pass excuse me just how bad his condition was getting I knew that JR was going to pass eventually like soon but you know you just it just really hurt me and I was crying and I was upset and I'm just like it's unfair and I'm looking at pictures of him and I'm like why you know it's just so unfair um and so when he did pass away I kid you not I basically you know it was early in the morning because I'm I'm always up early in the morning like it's six o'clock I haven't even been asleep for real it's six o'clock in the morning just how my work schedule and life schedule is I sleep at odd times and so I was up I want to say around five something and then something within me was like you need to meditate for like 20 minutes which is a whole nother story because y'all know I do not be meditating that long. But recently I have been meditating longer and I'm proud of myself. But that's a different story. But anyway, I was like, I need to meditate for 20 minutes at least. Um, Just something within me told me to do that. And so I was meditating on the couch, laying down. And into my meditation, I seen an image of, you know, J.R., and he had on these cool glasses because <clears throat> my mom, she loves buying like the dog's clothes and glasses and stuff. He she had, he had on those cool these cool glasses. He looked happy and he had on like a, a blue shirt. I just can't imagine it so vividly. And I'm thinking like, why am I seeing JR? And it wasn't one of those things like, oh, your mind is wondering. It was like literally I was being sent an image of JR or just a visual aspect of JR. And I'm, I finished a meditation. You know, after a while, the image of him goes away and I just finished my meditation. And I want to say either 10 to 15 minutes later, I get a phone call from my brother because mind you, I don't live back home and mind you. JR, he was basically gasping for air every second that whole day. And so I knew that the time was going to come. And so, uh, no, my brother texted me. You know, he said, you know, he passed away. And then I called. And this was 10 to 15 minutes after the meditation. And I just <sighs> I broke down and stuff. But it just made me happy because I felt like JR, he passed on. And he came into that meditation. He made me have the urge to meditate so I would be able to see him. And just to give me more comfort to know that he is on the other side. So that meditation was everything for me. Um, and I, I really don't think people just really get, you know, how important our pets are to us. And just what they represent. To me, I feel like pets, they represent love and compassion and they're like angels from heaven. I really do think that animals are an angels from heaven. And the, and the crazy thing is, is like, you know, a lot of people when it comes to spirituality, I wouldn't say a lot of people, but I feel like it's one of those things that, you know, a lot of people don't focus on. But animals, they are like these spiritual beings. 
and they do incarnate with us and they're part of our life plan like just like we incarnate with our mothers and fathers and we plan that out we also incarnate with like our animals and the thing with like our pets and stuff oh it's crazy I'm getting tingles like I can feel I feel like JR is near me because I can literally feel tingles that's how I feel whenever I feel spirit <sighs> I love JR but back to the story the thing with it is like whenever we you know incarnate and plan our life or whatever we have these pets that we incarnate with as well and they can have several lifetimes with us um and they they're just basically here to show us love and I feel like that's what JR was he was love and I got to experience that through him you know Love doesn't always have to be with a partner or anything. Love can be through animals and they're here to teach us love as well and to have love um, and to show us how to be nurturing and stuff like that. And so, you know, I'm just I'm just grateful that I was with Jr. during those years and that we were together. I love him so much. <clears throat> and like my week, it didn't start off right. But as the days got on and I, I tried to have um, like a more positive mindset and I tried to not be selfish. I'm just like, JR was hurting. JR had issues. JR was coughing all the time. Like JR is in a better place and he's not hurting no more. Like it was time for him to go. and We all have a time. And, you know, I've grieved over it. And, you know, I'm still going to think about him every day. But I, but when I think about him more so now, it's not so like, oh, I'm in tears. It's more so like just, oh, Jr. You know, he's still here. He's still on the other side. He's still with me. But um, I'm still gonna keep his memory alive. I'm still gonna think about him every day. And I just love Jr. And I literally can feel his energy right now. And I, I love Jr. So you guys, apart from that. Like I said, my week did get better because the stuff that happened last week, with which why I had to cancel the show, um, it continued into this week. And I don't want to say what it is because basically it's good news. It's, 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 it's looking good for me, you guys. I don't want to say what it is because I'm just one of those people that just don't like telling people different things that's going on until after it happens. And it has nothing to do with anything more than like I just don't want a lot of different energy into something and it's not even energy like the type of envious en energy I'm not talking about anything like that because what you guys have to understand is that when you're manifesting things out or just trying to do things in life you want to wait until after it happens to be so open with it like it's okay to tell a few people I, I can I would say but you want to be careful with just how many people you tell because people have their own energy and even if it's not envious energy of you and your situation it's just it's putting more energy into the intent that you're trying to get in um get out of it and it's like it can you know cause blockages and stuff like that and so you know I don't so when people say oh you know you know don't tell anybody what you're doing until after it's done, that is why it is not has nothing to do with like, oh, you know, you just want to be this private person, even though I am a private person. It has nothing to do with that. 
Um, it's more so like just to keep the energy flowing without any blockages or have too much energy into what I've been trying to manifest and stuff like that. And so, but I will um say I do have good news about that. I will say like this whole experience, like I will say like the best type of manifest manifestations you guys are the one that you ones that you forget about because it's not and not, when I say forget, I use that term loosely. But it's like one of those things where like you manifest it and you just go on with your life, go on with your day and not put too much thought into it. And let me tell you, like faith, you guys, is like the strongest thing that you'll put into any of your work. Faith is one of the strongest things that you'll put into any of your work. If you have like like if you just have the faith of like a mustard seed, like you can make it a reality. And like, if you're having trouble manifesting, you know, just make sure you're aware of the emotions that you have afterwards. Because a lot of the times we manifest stuff out, or we want to manifest stuff out. And then we have like these emotions of anxiety about, oh, is it going to happen? Or, oh, you, you know, you're thinking negatively and you're not thinking positively. Um, in that, is the type of energy that blocks your intent. So you have to be careful with your whole mindset after, you know, you do it. And if it's like your first time manifesting or you're early into it, like, you know, it won't be easy for the most part. Sometimes it's not always that easy um, because manifesting is more of a mindset thing. Um, So even like my first time trying to manifest stuff like my mind just kept thinking about like oh my gosh it's gonna work or oh my gosh what's gonna happen next but I had to like literally have a certain mindset when it comes to work and stuff like that to where it can work out in the way that I want it to work out and I think it's important when manifesting you know just to remember there is no set time when it comes to divine time you know because a lot of the times we manifest stuff and we're thinking about, oh, when it's going to happen. And that's the kind of stuff that has nothing to do with faith. Um, and I, I feel like divine time is everything. Having faith in the divine time and knowing you can't rush what is, is going to happen. It's not like you have like, you know, it's, it's not like you have a magic wand and you can just say, oh, you know, this is going to happen and it's going to happen the same day. You know, sometimes it is like that, but for the most part, it's going to take some time before it actually happens. You know, when you're manifesting, you know, make sure you're being aligned with the stuff that you're um, manifesting as well, because those are the type of things, having that type of intent is what's going to make it come about too, because you can't put everything on the divine to make your reality what you want to be a reality, you also have to do the work as well. So say, you know, you're trying to make new friends, you have to make sure that, you know, you're being open minded, and you're trying to talk to people and the universe will do its part in bringing those people to you. Or if you're trying to get a new job, you can't just try to manifest a job and not apply anywhere, or try to manifest a job and you're just sitting at home in the bed, you have to actually go out network and apply for what it is that you want or go to school or get the education for the job that you want nothing is just gonna you know you got to do the work too and I know I've I've been going on about manifesting that's a whole different video which I which is why I don't want to get you know too tied up into that but 
those are, you know, a couple of tips for anybody out there that's new into manifesting or just, you know, they try to manifest and it just doesn't happen how they want, um, want it to happen or, you know, it's all about mindset and stuff. So I will put that out there. So you guys, let's get into the topic that I want to talk about today. The topic that I want to talk about today is just how to find love and how to date in this day and age. You know, we coming up onto Valentine's and stuff like that and the month of love. And so let's talk about it. Um, you know what's crazy? Um, you know, this day and age, like when when I ever whenever I think about like dating and stuff, like, you know, back then people would go places to meet the person that they're gonna be with and stuff like now. But but now I feel like in this day and time, like because technology is so advanced, like we're literally dating like within technology, which nothing is wrong with that. But I just think it's crazy how things change over time and how much technology plays a part in our lives. In advanced technology, because technology has always been around, but advanced technology plays a part in our lives. Now, um, I, I'm not... I'm um of course I'm not like dating or anything because I'm already serious with someone but like at the times when I did used to date I can say that a lot of the people that I've actually ended up with a in a relationship with and seen them later like it started like from the internet in a sense like I feel like I've only like in my adult life I probably talked to probably three people and I didn't really necessarily I was in a relationship with them but three people that I was you know had dealings with or whatever that I actually met in person but for the majority of the part the other people I kind of like just met on tinder or whatever and met them met up with them later so you know technology has definitely played a part in my day in life in the past and I think that's how a lot of people, you know, are meeting and stuff like that, which I don't think anything is wrong with that because I know, I know, especially like the older crowd and stuff, sometimes they haven't, you know, not an issue, but they're kind of hesitant and they have an opinion about people, the younger people, I would say, you know, meeting online. They're like, oh, you never know what you're getting into. They could be axe murderer or, you know, whatever and stuff like that, which is true. Um, but you could literally meet someone in person and they could still be, you know, the same, which it, it probably is. I'm not going to lie. It probably is safer to meet in person in a way, but you just never, never really know what a person, how a person is. And if you are going to meet somebody offline, you know, you do want to use your due diligence and be safe and, you know, um, just really be safe because I'm not going to lie, especially when I was 18, 19 and I had just, you know, I was dating more, I would say, um, you know, I was on like dating apps. Well, not dating apps. I was on Tinder. I was just on Tinder and I really didn't understand like how Tinder really was, <laughs> but I was on Tinder and I did some stupid stuff and met up with people and, <sighs> met up with people like in their car and I don't even want to get into that but be careful if you're gonna date online be careful you know 
don't let them pick you up and know where you live. Um, you know, you, you want to, especially like on the first date, you want to have your own transportation to get there. If you don't have a car, you know, take a Uber, take a Lyft, take the bus, you know, just be, be careful because you just never know how a person is. You know, I don't live in fear, but I will say that I'm glad nothing ever happened to me, but I will say I did, you know, I was kind of spontaneous and out there when I first started doing that kind of stuff. And, you know, now that I'm older and looking back, I wish I would have been more responsible. But, you know, because, you know, you do hear stories of people that date online and things go south or they go missing and stuff. And, you know, it could just it could be anybody. And so you definitely want to make sure that if you're going to date online, that you're just careful when meeting up and stuff, you know, meet in a public place and all of that stuff. Just be careful. Like I said, you can never know, you know, you never know how someone may turn out, but just be careful. <laughs> and so with this topic of how to find in love and stuff and just how, why I think it's important, I feel like you could save a lot of wasted time in years if you actually know what you was looking for and knowing what you need to know and how to find love and how to date. You know, me personally, you know, I have no regrets with any of my failed relationships and stuff like that. Like, I, I literally have no regrets because I think it's a lesson in every relationship that fails. And even in the relationships that are doing good, like, you still learn lessons within those. Um, and so... I have no regrets, but I feel like if you change your whole mindset about things, maybe in the future, you know, you could have less havoc or less complications and issues and stuff because you're looking in all the right places and you have, you, you know, you're going into it with a certain mindset and you're just not going into it free falling, basically. So, you guys, when it comes to finding love, I will say that self comes before the relationship and when i say self i mean like self-love you want to make sure that when you're coming into a relationship or not even coming into a relationship but when basically when you're trying to find love and stuff you want to make sure that you're healed and that's for various reasons um of course we're always healing you know there's not enough healing that we can do because you know we're always healing as individuals we go through things and we're always healing but i'm talking about the healing until i'm talking about healing as in like you're at a very very low point or you know you're very broken because you can still need healing but not be broken because i feel like when it comes to people who don't don't really have the mindset of like okay self comes first before the relationship a lot of the times and, you know, this is not to judge anybody, but I feel like a lot of the times they don't really get the concept that people are temporary, things are temporary, experiences are temporary. And so when you don't put self first, you guys, it's like you'll think a partner is part of self and a partner isn't a part of you. They're to compliment you. You know, they're not a part of you. They don't make who you are. You're both two different individuals at the end of the day. Um, and I think with things being temporary, whenever they leave, because remember, a lot of the times when you have the mindset of like, when you have the mindset that self doesn't come first into a relationship, 
and you don't grasp the concept of okay things are temporary whether somebody leaves you mentally or physically that's devastating of course like it doesn't matter how healed you are or if you put yourself first or not you're gonna be hurt but how you're gonna respond differently to a person that put themselves first versus if you didn't put yourself first and i had to learn the hard way with that and you know coming from my own experience i did you guys had to learn the hard way from that because i remember back then this is before i even knew about past life issues that i had going on into my current life and just current issues that I had going on in the current life like it it really I, I really never put myself first when talking to men. So I had to learn it the hard way. And I remember, you know, I'm not embarrassed to talk about this, but I re I remember meeting this guy in college. <clears throat> Excuse me. I remember meeting this guy in college, you guys, and we were talking for like literally a week. We had class together. We had like I think it was calculus. This was in college. We had calculus together. And I did not have the amount of self-love that I had. So I'm just telling you that before I get into the story. <laughs> and so basically we were talking for a week. Like he had messaged me through GroupMe. I don't know if you know what GroupMe is. But basically he had messaged me through GroupMe. Because we had like a GroupMe, GroupMe class for that class on there and he messaged me personally and we just started talking for a week on the uh thanksgiving break because thanksgiving break you get like a week and so we came back through from thanksgiving and i think we had like a week just to be together <laughs> that week um and we was literally hanging out with each other every day um when we had came back you know from the holidays and like i got so just caught on to him because i i kind of like found like some happiness and stuff within him um that basically i got upset with him and was just distraught and crying because he was telling me that he was actually being honest with me and he was telling me like yeah i talked to you but to be honest, I also talked to other people as well. We weren't date like we weren't in a relationship. We were really just getting to know each other. And the last day before we was gonna go back home, he said, Don't get upset if you don't hear from me over the break. And so basically he just stopped talking to me. And mind you, we had only been talking for two weeks at that point. And I literally cry every day in December. Every night in December, I cry. And I didn't realize, like, that situation had triggered something from, like, a past life. Because I did have a past life where I, like, my husband had passed away. And so, and I never really got over it. And so, coming into this current life, you know, just the thought of losing love or losing what I thought could have been love triggered me. And so... Because I didn't put myself first, because I didn't have self-love, because I didn't realize that people are temporary. Like, it really hurt me. And then it's been other situations where, you know, me and someone has broken up and 
it really has devastated me to a point where it shouldn't even have gotten like that. And it was because I didn't put self love, self first. And so that's what I mean, you guys, when I say when it comes to love, you have to make sure that you're healed for that reason. Because how you respond to it, you know, you have to use emotion and logic within that. And another reason why it's important to be healed, like in these type of relationships, is because you never want to bring your brokenness into a relationship and vice versa like me personally i don't want i want to experience happiness and love with a person and i don't want to date a guy that's come into a relationship with a whole bunch of baggage like granted we all have been through things we all go through things we all have little things within us you know that bothers us but i'm talking about a whole bunch of baggage like you putting that onto a different person, that's not emotionally like that's not fair. Like you're basically putting your emotional baggage onto another person or they're putting it onto you. I don't think that's fair. That's why you want to come healed because I'm telling you, if you come into a relationship broken, it's going to affect how that relationship plays out. So for example, if you get, you know, for example, if you're a woman and you're dating this guy and he has abandonment issues from when he was a child because his mom left him and his family, you know, and he's really broken from that and has not healed from that. It's going to affect how he treats you. It's going to it's going to reflect on how he actually treats you and respects you. Not saying that's the case all the time, but sometimes when men haven't healed from relationships of abandonment, they take the anger that they have out on that woman onto you. Or even if they haven't been abandoned. Like I used to date this guy that had issues with his mom and he was very disrespectful to her. And even though I was, you know, in a relationship with him, how he treated his mother is basically how he treated me, which was with disrespect. And so that's what I mean when I'm saying you don't want to bring that kind of brokenness into a relationship or have someone come in with that type of brokenness. Like just a lot of emotional baggage that they haven't um got through. Because at the end of the day, you're not you're not a counselor, you're not a therapist for whoever you're in a relationship with. Of course, you wanna be encouraging to your partner and stuff, but to just be a therapist and a counselor through all of that, that's not your job as a partner. And last with that, you know, the whole being healed stuff, you just don't want to attract certain people on a certain frequency because of where you are emotionally. You know, you want to heal what needs to be healing and also heal from those past relationships because a lot of times what I see, not a lot of the times, but, you know, sometimes what I see is that people will be in a relationship and it's over and instead of healing from that relationship and reflecting back on the relationship, they just get into another relationship to suppress their emotions. And they end up dating basically the same person. And so you you basically want to make sure that you're healed for that reason as well. Um, Another thing, you guys, that is important when dating is actually getting to know a person. Like, I know this is kind of a no-brainer, but... Is really deeper than what it seems. Like actually getting to know a person. Because sometimes we get months into a relationship. And we're honestly shocked at the drastic change 
that we see within a person and let's be honest like i'm guilty i, I think a lot of it, it's not even anything to be guilty of but i think first impressions are very important and so when we're getting to know a person whether that be a relationship a work relationship a friendship like whatever it is we're always going to show the best versions of ourselves, and that's not to be fake we're just showing the best version of who we are and our potential because good first impressions are basically good to have and i think the issue is is that we're not always going to have that version of ourselves but we're still going to have the essence and energy of that person in a sense okay basically being comfortable with someone shouldn't be equivalent to a whole different personality You're probably not always gonna be that version that you probably met them at like the dramatic version but they're they're still gonna be the same person they're still gonna have that same essence it's not gonna be like a totally different person with a personality and when you realize this like months later because you didn't get a chance to know them y'all having problems or you know you're upset because it's not the person that you thought you fell in love with and that's the thing sometimes we don't really fall in love with that person we fall in love with the illusion what we thought that they were and if someone is going to make basically a first impression with you you want them to basically be authentic and true to themselves at the same time so when getting to know a person you guys you also want to set your intent when trying to get to know someone so for me you like i said i don't date people no more or whatever because i am serious with someone but back then when i did like date around and stuff like that um i used to have this mindset and I, I you know i still do i don't date just to marry i date to recreate with as well and i feel like that's so important um because me personally i i want a man that has a nurturing spirit and just show qualities of a father because i know that there's someone who's compassionate towards others um i don't like for example you know, I don't want a guy that's homophobic because what if I have a child? You know, I don't want that. I want that child to be able to determine their sexuality based on their experiences and their feelings and their desires. And I don't want to be with a man that's going to interfere with that because they're not secure within themselves. I've literally cut off a guy because they were acting like that. I remember this was like, this was some time ago. This was when I was on used to use Tinder. Um, I think I had just got a relationship, y'all. And that's the thing, like, you know, hopping stuff, not even healed. But, you know, my friend was like, oh, just get on Tinder and stuff like that. Um, and so I had got on Tinder and I was talking to this guy and just you guys, like, he would say things that I felt like were homophobic out of nowhere. And it was like and I, I feel like he had his own insecurities within his own sexuality because I'm like, why is that always on his mind? Like, why is someone's sexuality always on his mind? Obviously, he's dealing with something deeper within himself. And it's like, you know, I don't want to be a part of that. And I definitely don't want to be a part of it because, like I said, I'm even though at that time I wasn't as healed as I should have been, I still had the mindset of like, I'm not dating to to just marry. I'm dating to recreate with. And I don't want to, I wouldn't want to recreate with someone with this type of mindset because I don't want my kids growing up and being hateful towards other people because of their own sexuality. Okay. I wouldn't want to date a guy also 
you know, that doesn't know how to respect women or just people in general. Like at this point in my life, when it comes to that whole, like, I don't date to marry, I date to recreate with, I, I don't, I don't want to date a guy like that because, you know, I don't want my kids to be a reflection of that based off the environment that they were in. Because if I have a daughter and she decides, you know, that she wants a man, I don't want her to be like, oh, you know, I don't want her to put up with certain stuff because of how her father treated me. And that's how it is sometimes. Like a lot of the times women, they put up with certain stuff because they're just reflecting off of what their father were or how their father treated women. Um, or I don't want, you know, my son to grow up and think he can disrespect me because his father disrespects me or disrespect women in general because his father disrespects women. Like, I don't want my kids in that type of toxic environment. Which brings me to you guys. I used, to, for example, like, I used to have an old friend. And she was basically in limbo because basically this dude that she was in a relationship with who didn't... Basically, she was in a relationship with this guy. And basically, she was a Christian and he wasn't. And he was basically trying to change her mind about her own religion. <laughs> which was crazy to me he was trying to change he was basically like i'm not raising my kids as a christian and basically him and his family was like badgering her and trying to make her not be a christian anymore which which is crazy to me i think people have the the right to believe what they want that's why i'm so open-minded to like other religions and stuff i'm like even if i don't agree with this religion you know or not necessarily agree with the religion, even though I don't like, you know, practice re this religion, everybody has the freedom to their own religion. You know, even though I'm spiritual, I'm very open-minded to the fact that people have their own religion and are able to practice what they want. And I would never want to change that because I feel like if you're going to change something as big as, you know, your belief system, because religion is a belief system, that should be something that you conscious consciously change on your own. Not because someone is basically trying to make you change. And that's just basically where boundaries come in at. You got to set boundaries when coming to into any relationship, friendship, whatever. Like you have to have boundaries for yourself and have some type of belief like this is who I am and this is how I want to be accepted. And this is what I will not change for anybody which you shouldn't change for anybody in general. The person with, that you're with is basically supposed to compliment you, you guys, you know, not change you at all that's the person for you the the person that you that you'll be equally yoked with and stuff is the person that's going to compliment you and that you can grow with positively not the person that's going to come in and you feel like you have to change for to keep them because again that goes back to not putting self first and having that self-love if you're willing to change who you are for a person you know, because you can be so caught up in trying to hold on to a person that's temporary that you'll lose yourself in the, in the process. Like I said, people, partners, they should come in to compliment you and you should be able to grow with and just have these good memories with. But they shouldn't be able to change who you are as an individual because a person that loves you, they're going to respect you for who you are. And the whole thing about dating, not just to marry, but dating to recreate with, it, it doesn't even have to be about wanting kids down the line. Even if you don't want kids 
or you're not even thinking about kids. It's not even more so about that. I think it's more so like playing on the mindset of the person as well. So like, like I said earlier, a person that you can recreate with. Ideally, you would think there'd be like someone who's very compassionate. And I think someone who is compassionate is good because it's like, that's how the world is going to view them. That's how they're going to treat people. And that's how they're going to treat yourself as well. And overall, you just want to get to know that person. Like, you know, stop being so quick to just get a title, I think. Because especially us women, because, you know, women... For the most part, ideally, women have like this feminine energy, and so they feel off emotion. And men, ideally, have like more of a of a masculine energy, and so they, you know, think off logic and they use logic going into relationships sometimes. And women, for not all the time, because I don't want to like put things on genders and stuff, but just the type of energy that women have. A lot of us are very much so emotional and loving and we want love and we want a fairy tale and a fantasy and all of this stuff. And so a lot of times when talking to people, sometimes we go in so deep and we, you know, we fall so hard and we're, you know, we really try to rush things in a sense because we just want like this loving ideal fairy tale. And a lot of the times we're so obsessed with the title that we don't even really know the person like we should. You know, the more you're dating a person, the more you'll be able to know about them. You know, we shouldn't be able to like, you know, rush a title. Because I'm telling you, if you try to rush getting a title, you may regret it later. Just like I was saying with the girl. If she was able to have actually had more conversations with him. And based around stuff about actually getting to know him, maybe she would have known like, hey, this is what he believes and I believe this. And is this going to be compromising down the line? Maybe so. Because I, I do feel like there's some things that are very compromising. I, I do think like, just for me, I think, well, I don't really, I think politics for me and just belief system can be compromising. That's just me as an individual. Like if they're different, I guess, but I'm still open-minded, but I don't think I would necessarily date someone where they're just so drastic, you know, just so far apart and stuff like that. Especially because I do want kids down the future and I would love to have them in an environment where they're not so much so confused or feeling, you know, you're just confused, basically. You know, you want to ask those questions. like, And don't be afraid, you guys. Don't be afraid to ask the hard questions or not even necessarily hard questions, but just don't be afraid to ask things that is important. You know, ask those things in the beginning, like, do you want kids? Or, you know, even have conversations on how they may feel about certain topics. You want to have those intellectual conversations because those are the type of conversations where you actually get to know more of a person you want to know everything that you can before getting that title that is where dating coming dating comes in you know I used to be so quick like I'm, I'm like I'm guilty of it I used to be so quick to want a title and it's like now that I'm in it's like if, of course I have free will to break up with the person and not be with them but sometimes when we're in a relationship Sometimes we do hang on more than we should. And, you know, 
we don't really want to let go of that title because it's like, hey, we just got into the relationship and sometimes we get stuck in that relationship. So it's like, it's just best to actually know a person and ask the right questions and be logical, be more logical coming into the relationship than using all of your emotions. And my last tip that I have, you guys, um, trying to find the right person is basically manifesting the, the person that you want and being specific when you are manifesting the person that you want. You know, let's not be afraid to ask the universe what we want, especially when it comes to love, because the universe is here for us to do that. Like the universe wants us to use our abilities to create the reality that we want. And so, you know, of course, like just how, <clears throat> you know, we may have grown up or stuff, you know, sometimes we're afraid to ask the universe for what we want, but the universe wants us to manifest, you guys. The universe wants us to create the reality that we want and we you know when it comes to love they're right on board with it and so what i think of like manifesting this type of person like manifesting in general i love writing because i feel like it's just my personal feel i feel like writing is one of the most powerful ways that you can honestly manifest the things that you want but a lot of the times with trying to find love, a lot of the people, a lot of the times people, they will manifest through writing because it, it's just your brain is thinking more and you're being more specific about what you want. And that, that's the thing when it comes to writing, you know, you want to write down all the qualities that you want in a person and you want to be very specific in doing this because once you write it and put it out, the universe, you know, the universe will give you what you want. But if you weren't specific, it's not going to be on the universe. It's going to be on yourself. So that's why, like, when writing down the qualities that you want in a person, you want to be very specific. You want to write it down the things that you want in a person. And you want to write down things that you don't want in, per want in a person. And that's very important. Because, for example, if you say that you want a man that can make you feel you know, financially secure, you know, a man with money, a man basically that's able to help pay the bills or even help pay more than you pay in the bills, you know, that's important to you. Like if financial security in that sense, and it's not even about them being rich, but just being able to help you pay the bills or, you know, being able to ha let you have a life, a certain lifestyle. You also you know, that's good to write down, but you also want to make sure that you're specific. You know, you don't want to be very vague with what you're writing down. So if you're asking the universe, like, you know, thank you for, you know, giving, giving me that man that was tall and the man that was, you know, rich. And that's all that you say. And you, and you don't say, I want to make sure that this man... Is it, you know, emotionally abusive? Like this man actually respects me. If you're not asking for a man that shows me respect, you know, you could get the man that's rich and tall, but is emotionally abusive because you never ask the universe to give you a man that respects you. I do want to backtrack when I did say don't because you kind of don't want to use the word don't when manifesting, but you kind of want to you kind of want to say the opposite of what you don't want when writing it down. I should have specified that more, but basically like say if you want a man that's not mean you you don't want to say oh <clears throat> you don't want to say like uh you don't thank you for not giving me a man that's not mean or stuff like that you want to say 
you want to just basically want to say the opposite like thank you for giving me a man that is respectful towards me or thank you for you know giving me a man that's compassionate and stuff you want to use positive words obviously when manifesting so do be careful on your wording but also be specific in that and i'm telling you writing down the partner that you want is a very powerful tool just be specific have the intent have faith and just let the universe and your spirit guys bring you and the person that's meant to be with you together you guys i do want to say this sometimes you can do all the right things and or think you're doing all the right things and still end up in a relationship that turns out not to be how you want it you know sometimes we don't always have the best discernment or sometimes you know we're just meant to go through certain things with certain lessons but hopefully by knowing some of these tips like it can help you you know at least look in the right direction or let the universe realize like hey i'm ready for a different type of love because i'm putting myself first i'm getting to know the person i'm having these boundaries and i'm manifesting the type of person i want like hopefully these tips can help because if you have that type of mindset like you're going to vibrate on a different frequency to where you're meeting and attracting the type of men or the type of woman um the type of men or type of women that you actually want so hopefully these tips can help you guys um and that's pretty much it for the episode thank you guys so much for listening and supporting the, the podcast um and that is it um you can listen to the podcast on apple and spotify and other streaming services and you also follow the instagram page at intuitively unapologetic so i will talk to you guys later and thank you guys so much for listening